بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation on the points of benefit of Hajj and we have reached uh, the point where we're going to talk about the movement from Arafah to Muzdalifah and this takes place after sunset on the ninth day of the Hijjah. Now, the pilgrim moves quietly and with tranquility. avoiding pushing and trying to force his way through if he sees room to move fast then he can do that and as to his arrival in Muzdalifa he is to arrive at night so the first thing that comes to one's mind is concerning the Salah what should he do now with the Salah when the Prophet arrived in Muzdalifa He combined Al-Maghrib and Aisha Shortening the Aisha And combining it with Maghrib Jam'a Ta'khir Delayed Combination in the time of Aisha the pilgrim has the choice to do in terms of the combination what is easier for him so if he arrives before Aisha still in Maghrib time he may combine in Maghrib time if this is easier for him so if he arrives early if this is easier for him now if the matter is an equivalent 
either way then in this case if he arrived during Maghrib time then it's better for him to pray Maghrib in its time and Isha in its time as Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu did so if the matter is equivalent either way and he is in Maghrib time then it is better to perform the Maghrib prayer in its time and the Isha in its time before midnight, before the middle of the night of course with respect to the Isha Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu when he arrived in Muzdalifa he prayed Maghrib then he had his dinner then after that he called for Aisha the Adhan and then prayed the Aisha and separated between the two prayers and this is in Sahih al-Bukhari now what happens if he prays on his way because you know he's going to leave Arafah, Maghrib time. What happens if he prays on the way to Muzdalifa? Prays the Maghrib. Here, in this case he has left the Sunnah. But it is sufficient. It is valid. But he has left the sunnah. What about if he on his way feels that he is going to miss the Isha time? If he does not pray on his way, being late due to crowds or any problem. So instead of delaying it to Muzdalifa, fearing that the time of Isha will pass, then it is a must upon him to pray in the road. So he steps down if he is mounting his car. Uh, or or uh, or uh, any mount, and then praise. But suppose he could not abandon his mount during the crowning hours. Uh, then, in this case, he prays even in the car. and tried his best to perform the Salah concluding its conditions, its pillows and obligations to the best of his ability
Now, is it allowed for him? Is it allowed for him to revive this might in remembrances and uh, dhikr and salah? Or is it the sunnah for him to sleep? The answer is that the sunnah for him is to sleep. Because the Prophet ﷺ slept until Fajr. The sunnah for him is to sleep. Because the Prophet ﷺ slept for Fajr. What about the witter during this night? What about the witter prayer then? In the narration of Jabir which detailed the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's pilgrimage, he did not, nor also other companions did mention anything about the Prophet والسلام, making witter during this night at Muzdalifah. However, in generally the in generally, generally and in principle, that the Prophet ﷺ did not leave praying the witter in residence or travel. And therefore we say, he should pray the witter this night. So he sleeps the night, this night in Muzdalifah, and this is the night of the Eid, and prays the Fajr. And then afterwards goes to the Al-Mash'ar, which is a mount where there is a masjid, stands there facing the Qibla and invokes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone until uh, the light daylight begins to appear where he can see clearly clearly but still during the time of Fajr but this is the late time of Fajr and he can the person this is not an obligation for him to go to this place where the Prophet ﷺ stood in Muzdalifah, in this place which is called Al-Mash'ar, Al-Haram, the Al-Mash'ar means the symbol, Al-Haram because it is in the Haram area, it is, an, it is within the Haram parameters. It is named Haram because there is the Halal area which is Arafah 
We have two mash'ars now. The halal mash'ar, this is Arafah, and the haram mash'ar, the inviolable one, is this is Muzdalifah. It is called haram because it is within the parameters of the haram. The Prophet said, وَقَفْتُ هُنَا I stayed here. وَجَمْعٌ كُلُّهَا مَوْقِفٌ Jam' is another name for Muzdalifah. Please have a note on this. Jam' is another name for Muzdalifah. The Prophet said, I stayed here. And I stood here. Meaning at this place. Which is the uh, mount close to now the where is the masjid and he said jam'un kulluha mawqif and the entire of jam'a the entire of muzdalifa is a place for people to stay So he continues to make dua until people start seeing each other. Then people move before sunrise. In tranquility, they begin to move to Mina. There are exceptions for those who can move earlier than this time and this is we are going to talk about now. Those have special permits to move before Fajr. And people concerning people concerning the proceeding from Muzdalifa to Mina are fall under the following categories. People, in terms of their proceeding from Muzdalifa to Mina, fall under the following categories. First, those who are strong and no weak persons with them, women, children, uh, old, then this category leaves only after Salat al-Fajr. This category leaves only after Salat al-Fajr in Muzdalifah and before sunrise. Second, if they are of the weak category, then it's permitted for them to proceed either after the middle of the night or after or in the last third of the night. 
four in the last third of the night. And these <coughs> were given permission by the Prophet والسلام, from them was Sauda رضي الله تعالى عنها She was heavy and she asked the Prophet ﷺ permission and he gave her permission so she moved in the latter third of the night. And Aisha wished to do so but she did not ask permission. So she stayed with the Messenger ﷺ. And this is reported in Sahih al-Bukhari. The third category If he is strong and accompanied with weak people strong and accompanied If he's strong and accompanied by weak people, then it is permissible for him to move from Muzdalifa to Mina. But it's preferable for him to stay until So it's permissible for him to move with the weak company but should not cast should not cast the pebbles until sunrise or after sunrise but this could be difficult nowadays due to the crowds so therefore it is permissible for him to cast the Jamara with the weak company. These are the categories, the three categories of people <coughs> regarding 
the permission to leave early before Fajr. Regarding the permission to leave early to Mina before Fajr. They fall under these three categories. Furthermore, it should be noted that, number one, concerning the person who does not stay Mrs. Muzdalifa. Mrs. the staying in Muzdalifa, then there is expiation upon him. Slaughtering an animal. This brings the end <coughs> concerning the staying, the points of benefit regarding the staying in Muzdalifa. And inshallah tomorrow we'll talk about the arrival in Mina, the procedure to Mina and arrival in Mina and what should be done upon arrival. والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم